Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today. Boy, we had a great time yesterday as we were looking at verse 133 of Psalm 119. As we looked at the first half, today we want to look at the second half. And I think this is such an important verse. Yesterday we saw two prayers that he was praying to God. First of all, in 133, he says, Order my steps in thy word. What a beautiful prayer. That our lives might be so directed by God, by the Holy Spirit, as each and every day we're looking for him to lead us and to guide us, to help us, almost from moment to moment, as we look for the Holy Spirit to lead us. Then secondly, what we want to look at today is he cries out unto the Lord and he says, And let not any, notice, any iniquity have dominion over me. There wasn't anything that he wanted to keep him from a marvelous relationship with God. As he was crying out, he says, I don't want it to have control over me or have dominion over me. And I think it's important that we see that. That's what sin does. God has changed our lives when we become born again. If those who come to the cross and confess their sins and realize that Jesus is their Savior, he wants us to know the truth. And the truth will set us free from the the dominion and the power of sin. There are those I've heard recently, they're saying, well, you know what? I still have tendencies to the flesh. And they want to coddle their sin, you know, be it from an alcoholic or somebody that was in the the transgender lifestyle, even the homosexual lifestyle, or or those who were, who are tendency to, they, they were burglars or criminals, you know, active criminals. And they say, well, you know what? I still have the tendency to do that. Or maybe somebody that's, as Paul tells us there in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, he lists, he says, it let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. He says, he, he was listing those sins. He says, everything. And the psalmist says, he says, let not iniquity, any iniquity, have dominion over me. He wanted to experience God in the fullness. He didn't want to allow his flesh to rip him off. And that's what we do when we start giving into our flesh. We start accepting, uh, you know what, I, I was, you know, I struggle because, you know, I have trouble in this area. I have trouble. I'm drawn to alcohol, so I drink. I have anger because my parents had anger and I've been passed on to me. You know, I was born in Irish. That's, that's why I got a, I'm a hot-blooded man. You know, the beauty is maybe that was you, but it isn't who God has created us in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that we're new, a new creation when we become born again. He says all things are passed away. Paul exhorts us in chapter 4 of Ephesians, he says, tells us that, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, or wise, the former lifestyle, no matter what it might be, the old man, he says, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. See, that old man still wants to fight, as we mentioned last time, there in Romans, the lusts 
warring against the spirit and the you know the spirit warred against our flesh and there's this battle going back and forth. He Paul says there's this deceitful lust. It's trying to tell us any story in order that we might keep it alive, that we continue to entertain it. Oh, I, I feel sorry. I had a stressful day today, so I need to go down with the guys and have a drink tonight. I need to go party out. Party because, you know what, I've been, been so good lately. Well, Paul says, and the psalmist says, let's don't have any, any type of sin have control or dominion over our lives, but rather let's have the Holy Spirit rule us. Let's live a blessed life. As he says, not only their deceitful lust, it's corrupt. And he tells us in verse 23, and this is the real kicker, he says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. See, the Bible doesn't just tell us what we shouldn't be doing, but it tells us what we should be doing. And I like that. He says, you want to live a good life? You want to live a, a life free from sin, having dominion over your life? Paul says, he says, be renewed by the Spirit, by God's Spirit. You see, renewed in the spirit of your mind. See, our mind can get so corrupted with the things of the world, so corrupted by the, our formal way of living and the philosophies by what we're living by. And believe me, every man and every woman has some type of creed or philosophies that they go by. He says, but God has called us out of that, to live according to his word, to live in according to his ways, and he encourages that our lives would be renewed, our minds would be changed. And how are we changed? Well, it tells us. He says we're changed by God's word. Earlier in Psalm 119, do you remember where the psalmist said, he goes, Thy word have I hid within my heart that I might not sin against thee. He was hiding. He was studying God's word. He was meditating on God's word. And as we meditate on God's word, we'll be blessed in all that we do. Why do we want to live for sin? Why do we want to coddle sin within our lives? Well, because that darkness is still there. Because we start to keep thinking that the, the world has something to offer. That lifestyle, boy, wasn't it fun? Well, Moses said that, yeah, you know, the world, the, our flesh is pleasurable for a season. We, we're not arguing the point we're going out partying, going out having fun with your friends, drinking and all that. So it could be fun for a season. But it never tells you the end of the story, the corruption, the sadness, the pain and the sorrow when we rebel against God. Waking up the next day after you're partying all night with the hung, hungover, and a lot of times you don't even know where you're at. You don't even know where you left your keys. Is that the lifestyle you want to live? Or do you want to live a blessed time with God? Jesus is a thief and a robber comes to rob, steal, and destroy. That's the work of our flesh. That's the work of Satan. He wants to rob you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to destroy the good life that God has for you this day. But boy, what did Jesus say? What did Jesus tell us there in the Gospel of John? He says, I've come to give you life and that more abundantly. Are you looking for abundant life? 
Are you looking for a full and rich life? I would encourage you to recommit your life to the Lord. To totally surrender yourself to the Lord and cry out. Cry out even as our psalmist cried out in verse 133. And ask the Lord to order your steps according to your word, to his word. And he, and then pray. He says, Lord, please don't let any iniquity to have dominion over me. And the Bible tells us that he that has the son is free indeed. And prior to saying that, he says, and you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free. See, the psalmist knew the value of God's word. The, the end result is that you're to be freed from sin. There's no helps that are going to do that. There's, there isn't any 10 steps that's going to set you free. It takes the work and the power of Jesus Christ. And it's my pray, prayer this day that all of us will see the, that marvelous work of God's Spirit is setting us free to live for Him. Until next time, may we grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org Again, that's Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.